Well, I count my lucky stars. I hope you do, too, because you have found Take 10. Delighted to have you on board. I'm Ron Aaron. We join Dr. Jamie Heisman on our Take 10 hotline. Dr. Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on caregiving. And with us is co-host Carol Zernil, also nationally known for her work in gerontology and is executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. And Carol, you have a topic for Dr. Jamie. I do. Um, since this has been an election year with a major, major election, there are, you know, there were two possible outcomes, right? We're going to maintain the president in office. And I don't know that as I'm speaking, I don't know the outcome of the election. Um, either the president remains in office or there's a change in administration. So change or no change. Somebody's going to be disappointed. For somebody, it's either nothing's going to change. It's going to stay the same disappointment. For other people, it's things did change. Um, and, and so somebody's going to be unhappy. It's going to be a change of thought for someone. So Jamie, caregivers and change uh, in their environment, how big is change in the world of a caregiver? It's huge. In fact, change is really uh, the epidemic issue of all caregiving. And that's the unfortunate part because, A, you don't realize your life, in your life, that you're going to be a caregiver. Something episodic is going to happen, a loved one will get sick, whether it's acute or chronic or terminal illness, and all of a sudden your life as a caregiver changes. It shifts. You weren't expecting it. I think that's the point of our show, and we continually kind of put the message out that it's inevitable, so you need to be taking care of yourself. But change then, from that point on, is going to happen constantly because you cannot control the other person, the other person's emotions. You are fairly powerless over it. So the things that are going to be happening in their health and wellness or their decompensating health and wellness will always create change. So what you need to know is no matter what's happening around you, your two feet have to be on the ground. You cannot change with one foot, meaning we're back to the same piece here, that caregiver stress is really the bane and foundation of all things that stru- that, that change is negatively is going to drive. And if you don't have that stress and you don't have that terrible anxiety and you are taking care of yourself, it's possible to adapt to change. Maybe one of the things we all need to do is unplug from CNN and Fox and MSNBC and, and leave it alone for a while. Well, you know, Ron, what you're saying makes all the sense in the world because even in therapy we ask that. In fact, in mindfulness and breath work, we ask that. We ask for everybody to pause. I mean, really pause from the reactive way we live our lives. And you're talking about, you know, MSNBC, Fox, CNN, any drone of any sort of news beat. Um, it's not a pause. We, we tend to react viscerally inside of ourselves. So it's, it's exactly what you're saying. We actually turned off all of this noise. And that's just, you know, metaphorically the newscast. But there's a lot of noises there. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's every social media in the world. You then can kind of get a pause, a silence, a proactive moment where you can then, you know, look, as Carol was saying there, and adjust to what is going to happen in front of you in terms of change. If you are a black and white thinker, and unfortunately we have a whole lot of them, and that's a childhood trait, and not a thinker in the gray, then this is really going to rock your world. But to your point, Ron, yeah, take all that noise, take all that stimuli and energy out just to give yourself some mindful space to think. Carol. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned um, Facebook. I was speaking with a caregiver recently, and they said, you know what? As soon as this election is over, I'm going to I'm gonna unplug from Facebook for a month. I'm not going to read anything. I'm, I'm just going to unplug. And so 
you know, stepping away from those things that do distract and stress, you know, whatever it is, is so important. And a lot of times that may be the only control we have um, is is to, to kind of turn off whatever it is that's, that's agitating you uh, externally. Uh, so that idea of a pause, I think, is really an important point. You, you said it best right there, external. Just grab onto that word if you're a caregiver. So all this is happening external. What if you do tune out the noise, the Facebook, the Twitter, the, the newscast that Ron says? You know, this is what it's about. When you go turn that out, you have to go one place, which is internal, which is really find your locus of control, your center, uh, who you are, the introspection, so you can actually look within and be able to adjust to all the changes around you. So... I think you just metaphorically said it well. It's the external around us that keeps us away from the internal that hopefully evolves us and actualizes us. Well, what if it's the flip side? What if you're a caregiver who feels stuck and you're longing for change? You wish something would change and you can't and nothing, you know, your situation is still going, still going, kind of like the pandemic. Um, how do you deal with a, with this, the static um, you know, drone of, of pandemic day after day when you want change? You know, it's, it's, we have a saying in the addiction world that nothing changes if nothing changes. And so that's profound, right? But it's true. So in the world right now, uh, we're looking at, in terms of your friend or your colleague who you mentioned about Facebook, um, the change that needs to occur here, you know, is that we get become self-engrossed, okay? We're self-engrossed right now. What this politics is doing to us, no matter what side you are, it's like has an echo chamber, not just what Ron said, television, but it's an echo chamber within us. And so that sort of gig, that it, it just means it's constantly within us. So what if your caregiver needs to break out of all that? I mean, the first thing I would do and say, Carol, just as an immediate sort of directive, is find yourself a connective support group. And I know it's CBC time and it's, uh, you know, proper social distancing time, but I'm sure if they contacted Caregiver SOS, I'm sure if they went online to the Wellman Charitable Foundation, I'm sure if they got onto the Caregiver Teleconnection, they would find that there's people around them that will assist them in that change of getting out of this echo chamber and getting out and away from another caregiver who possibly has already been in your place and figured out a solution. Tell you what's interesting, because days are the same when you don't go anywhere. I have trouble some days keeping track of what day it is. So I go in for my doctor's appointment a couple of weeks ago, and they say, we're going to do a mini mental exam. And I said, oh, my God, I don't even know what day it is. So at least, round, it, at least they let me exactly go home. They, they released me. That's right. And, you know, yeah. you get snow, and it's not even Halloween yet in some parts of the, the country. Carol's out in Amarillo where there's <laughs> snow on the ground. Oh, my so, gosh, yes. It's a topsy-turvy world. Well, it, it is. And so, um, you know, but what, what I hear us talking, we talk about either change or no change, is identifying those those things. It's, it's almost like the identifying those things that we do have a little bit of control over. Um, things that we have control over and will you know, whether it's reframing how we think about things, turning off the noise, but it's really about changing something in ourselves, changing our own actions, our own responses, because it's so hard to control anybody else in case you haven't noticed that, Jamie. You know, what I say is this, and you're, you're spot on here, Carol. What a wonderful time COVID is affording us, if you really look at it in a positive way. 
to allow ourselves to journal in this Groundhog Day world. We're not leaving our place, right? So what happens then? Maybe we can go within. Maybe we can put our emotions out on paper. Maybe we can just create a diary of what's happening around us, our loved ones, our children, our caregivers, our grandchildren. And then maybe take perspective and all around us in this new sort of way we look at it. Because we're finally getting it out of our mind and consuming us and putting it on paper. So you can do that. And you can also daily, and put the date on top, have a gratitude list every day, Ron. So, you know, you're looking at things in a different sort of way on that day with different eyeballs. So there are different sort of techniques to come out of this Groundhog Day. But at the end of the day, if you're not using this to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul, uh, you probably are wasting an opportunity here. Except family lawyers will tell you uh, divorce is way up. Folks filing for divorce, folks seeking divorce, because they haven't spent that much time together. People who have, one's been here, one's been there, all of a sudden, we're locked in the same house, right? And what do you discover? I don't know if I like that person. It's true. And you don't know if it's necessary or not, okay? I hate right. To say that. It's, like an infe- it's like an infection popping the pimple here. Because a lot of people trance out. They go to another place and, like, work or somewhere else, and they leave. They're not sure what about it. Now, all of a sudden, you have to find out if you really are partners, if you really can meet each other halfway. 30 if seconds. You each other back, or if you're toxic and if you're overwhelmingly emotionally abusive. You find this out. Well, Dr. Jamie, thank you very much. Carol Zerniel, thank you very much. Go build a snowman. I'm Ron Aaron for Dr. <laughs> Jamie Heisman. And for Carol Zerniel, we will catch you soon on Take 10.